0: Well, there is a seismic shift, another one uh, happening along Tobacco Road, and certainly touching all corners of the basketball universe. Uh, a little over two months after Roy Williams announced his retirement, uh, Jeff Goodman with the initial report sending shockwaves throughout all of the sp- all the sports-consuming public that Duke legendary men's basketball coach, the Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest of all time, Mike Krzyzewski will retire after the end of the 21-22 upcoming season. I don't know if this is surprising or not. The timing is fascinating. I'm Brian Geisinger. I'm here with Josh Graham from WSJS. Josh, any you know, instant thoughts, instant reaction to uh, what is a rather incredible development here?
1: Well, I'm just incredibly thankful that we've got, that Kay's going to give himself one more season. That was my initial reaction to it. Uh, Because during his entire career, this guy has been the black cat in college sports. He's been the villain. He's received enough hate and scorn. I'm, I'm glad that he's probably going to get a bit of a victory lap where people who have shown disdain and disgust might show some appreciation, a la what we saw in the NBA with Kobe Bryant's final year with the Lakers. It's one of those things when we think about the greatest environments in college sports, we think about the Cameron Crazies, how crushing, how anticlimactic would it feel if Coach K goes out not making the NCAA tournament, something that hasn't happened since 1995, and nobody was able to give him an apt goodbye, a good send-off, even in his own building where there were no fans the entire season. He can't go out by missing the tournament. He can't go out with an empty Cameron Indoor Stadium greeting him. This is the the right way for him to be sent off. Plus, let's not overlook. The team that's coming back is a legit contender. This is not the Lakers when they were awful and it was Kobe taking 60 shots. This is a college basketball team that is going to be preseason top 10, that very well could win the league, that very well could be in the final four next year
0: yeah the numbers are staggering and and we should also mention part of this reporting and Woj from ESPN has also chimed in John Shire uh, is being finalized to become the coach in waiting very young a likely replacement for Mike Krzyzewski they apparently talked to some outside candidates including former Duke guard and current Harvard coach Tommy Amaker I'm sure there are more details to come out about that but before we turn the page to John Shire we should just Hit on a little bit more with Mike Krzyzewski here. Uh, the sport's all-time winningest coach has won 1,097 games while at Duke, a 784 win percentage in total, going including his time at Army. He's won 1,170 games. Again, the sport's all-time winningest coach. He's 74. He's been at Duke since 1980. He has been with this one institution for so long now. I mean, this dates back to like you know the Carter administration. It is incredible to see how one guy has been at this program for so long. He just finished up his forty-first season with the program. He's the first guy to win one thousand games at one school, and just the postseason success under Coach K has been incredible. Five championships, twelve Final Fours. So basically, thirty percent of Coach K's teams while at Duke have have gone to the Final Four, which is just Preposterous! They've won twelve ACC regular season titles, and of course, fifteen ACC tournament titles. The most recent coming with Zion Williamson down in Charlotte in two thousand nineteen. ACC home one sec,
1: was- home one sec. BG, I got the Zion's on right now. By the way, there you go. Just, just letting you know.
0: There you go. I got the
1: Zion's on. Just it, coincidental
0: there. It, and uh, I mean, never you never need a reason to have the Zion's on. Those are good at any any time of the day. But um, just. He's taken this program from, like, a pretty good ACC program in the, you know, the late 70s, early 1980s, and he's just taken it to incredible heights. Whether you want to call him or the program the gold standard of college basketball or you want to call them a blue blood, like, whatever it is, there's no hyperbole. You know, any, anything, any way you want to describe this program, um, as long as you're sticking towards its achievements, is incredible. The amount of players they put in the NBA, the number one draft picks, uh, the last decade has really shown a, a shift in how that program ran, you know, sort of starting with the, the return of Jeff Capel as an assistant coach and eventually the associate head coaches. As Duke became sort of like, along with Kentucky, uh, a one-and-done factory of sorts. Yeah, and what do you
1: make, by the way, of people pointing out with Shire that he was the go-to for Tatum and Zion? My understanding was that was Capel more than it was Shire I, I don't think you can talk about the story without talking about Shire being the guy. And I find it so interesting that this announcement comes jointly.
0: Yeah. I, th- I do think part of that is because Capel was obviously integral in recruiting those guys. I felt like after Capel left, Shire was the one that, um, that really became Duke's top guy. Like if you look at any of their commitments post big commitments post like 2018, Shire was the lead guy for for a lot of that right so I am not surprised that Tatum and Zion are being pointed out they're two all-stars they're incredible they're two of the most like marketable you know young stars in the league they're both you know 20 and 23 years old but it's like I guess my thought is that it's sexier for Woj to mention those two guys than it is for him to say like oh John Shire helped them land like you know Wendell Wendell Moore Jr. Jalen Johnson. You know, whatever. So, and maybe that'll be the name to mention in a couple years from now. But right now, like, those are two of the it guys. Duke has several it guys in the NBA, along with Kyrie Irving, so. I could be wrong on this. I'll have
1: to double check. John Shire would not be the youngest head coach in D1. I think there's somebody who's 29, 30 years old. But. When you're looking at major college basketball, John yeah, Shire is 33 years old. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just staggering. Yeah. I think none of us are surprised that they hired inside the family or they're yeah. hired inside the brotherhood. Don't want to get that wrong. But that well is so much deeper than what North Carolina was looking at when you consider Capel and Amaker and the NBA,
0: Quinn Schneider, and eh, you could go all the way down but, the list. I mean, I'm Red a little
1: surprised at Schneider or, yeah. or John Shire.
0: Yeah, I'm not completely surprised. I mean, maybe if, like, uh, you know, maybe if Jeff Capel had gotten off to, like, a roaring success at Pitt, like, it's been sort of uneven. I mean, you hate to think that three seasons into a rebuild, that could have potentially cost him, like, the Duke job. I, I don't know, but, like, when Capel left, he certainly was, like, high in the pecking order to maybe be the guy that would replace uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Um, But I will say this, too. The news of this, just the way this came out, is incredible. I mean, it's hours after, mere hours after you get the news break that Danny Ainge is, gonna, is considering stepping down as the president of operations for the Celtics. Then not only is Danny Ainge going to step down and retire from that, but Brad Stevens, the long, you know, internet-rumored guy that would maybe come outside of the family, come into Durham to replace Coach K, he slides over from head coach of the Celtics where he's had a lot of success. Now He's going to be the president of basketball operations there. So there was this very small delta between like when the news came out about Stevens changing roles and when Coach K, you know, this announcement from Jeff Goodman, this news breaks that Coach K is going to retire. The timing is just uncanny. And, of course, I'm sure it's leading to plenty of people on Twitter and message boards to just light up with speculation. But certainly it seems like John Shire has the, you know, is, not only has the inside track, like he's going to be the guy. I will also say this, I wasn't completely blindsided by this because if you've been keeping up with Duke recruiting and the way the roster is set up, Duke's bringing in a monster recruiting class. You mentioned Duke has the chance to win a title this year. They're bringing back some good players like Jeremy Roach and Wendell Moore Jr. and and Mark Williams, but also they're bringing in Paolo Banchero, they're bringing in A.J. Griffin, Uh, they're bringing in Trevor Keels, they have a monster recruiting class coming in, they almost got Patrick Baldwin Jr. uh, a couple weeks ago, and so like, and if you look ahead, their 2022 class right now is pretty bare, which is like, is out of the norm for Duke, right, they're normally stacking these classes up really early, right, and for them to be sort of like at this part of the process, which is not late, but to not to not have sort of like one sort of like one five star commit on the book already was maybe a little surprising, and I think had people raising a couple eyebrows, they're going to have a ton of turnover on this roster after this season. So it makes sense based if you're just reading the tea leaves that way, which I, I started doing around the recruitment of Baldwin and when Henry Coleman transferred out of the program from Duke to Texas A and M. I don't know. I just some stuff started going off in my mind, but I wasn't going to believe it until I see it. But here it is. Uh, it really is an incredible. Uh, this is an end of an era, uh, or, or will be an end of an era. We we've still got another you know year or so of this, but truly, uh, you can't synthesize two guys like us that are our age can't synthesize K perfectly. Like we haven't been around the game. We Coach K took over at Duke a full decade before either of one of us were born. So uh, yeah, it is. It is. It is a massive, massive shift. This is one of the most important guys in all of global sports, and uh, for him to be set to step down, it is crazy. It will be the end of an era, and um, yeah, it's going to lead. It just it's going to be a very interesting uh, future for Duke basketball on the horizon. Uh, uh, We got to go, but any last thoughts on on Coach K, Josh?
1: We can't sum it up in a ten-minute video, but we will try to sum it up all we can do on. Social media at be underscore bird at Josh Graham Radio, uh, WSJS Sports three to seven Monday through Friday, and also accsports.com.